There's no need to wait on your service member to share secondhand information anymore. Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, a podcast show where we put military spouses and children's needs front and center so that they can make informed decisions together as a family. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. Let's get started. everyone Jen Amos here with holding down the fort podcast and I am really excited I get to introduce to you military spouse health and wellness coach uh, who has maintained over 50 pound weight loss please welcome Kimberly Hamilton Kimberly welcome to the show hi thanks so much for having me on I'm so excited to be here Yes, me too. I'm very excited as well. Even prior to the when before we started the recording, I was like, oh, she has a lot of energy. I'm excited to, <laughs> to do this with her. <laughs> so let's start with uh, how you heard about holding down the fort podcast and what inspired you to come on and share your story and, and some educational stuff for us today. Um, well, I found you guys most likely under the military spouse hashtag on Instagram, which mm-hmm. is a place that I really like to go to, um, you know, just to connect with other military spouses. A little bit about me. I grew up in Southern California. We were stationed at Camp Hamilton before Virginia, and now we're stationed in Virginia. So I went from having a really strong base of community, you know, my whole family lives in California, mm-hmm. to basically being moved to somewhere where I knew nobody. Had no idea what the area was like, and I also work from home, so I really mm. didn't have many options as as far as meeting people. Um, so I found I like to find other military spouses on Instagram using that hashtag, and that's how I found you guys. Awesome, I love it, and uh, I just have to say, uh, I so I was I lived in San Diego for about twenty years myself, and actually a little background on my end, you know, I I'm, I consider myself a, a veteran spouse because I met my husband after his service, but I was also a, a military brat, so there's you know there's my aspect of my military experience. But anyway, uh, sort of a similar story. I, I just last year, like no joke, we kind of uprooted our lives from California and had decided to go to Virginia. So I think we might be neighbors. <laughs> and That's so funny. Yeah. So yeah. So we live in a, in Virginia Beach actually. We we live in Richmond for a little bit and then uh just recently oh, went to Virginia cool. Beach. Yeah, yeah. And I like well, to say I live in I live in Yorktown, so not too far. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. Well maybe we can meet up one of these days. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so I like to say that Virginia Beach is like San Diego, just with the four seasons. So really like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. I am glad. And, and you know, actually, when we did our marketing initially with holding down the fort, that was definitely one of the hashtags we included in, in our marketing. Because yeah, like we, one thing we had found in, in our own business is that at the end of the day, the military spouses are the ones making the family decisions, you know, for, for the service member and yeah. for the family itself. And so we're like, you know what, let's celebrate them. Let's, let's feature them because I think there are silent warriors and um, you know, if it wasn't for them, the service member wouldn't have a home to come to. So Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. So for everyone that's listening and, and you don't know Kimberly and we want to get to know you for the first time, why don't you tell us what a, a typical day, if you have one, looks like for you and what keeps you excited nowadays? 
So a typical day for me is I, well, my husband's deployed right now. So my typical day is probably a lot different than most people since I don't, you know, live where I know a lot of people. So a typical day for me is I get up. I have a dog. His name is Bo. He is the love of my life as I have my husband. So I take him out for a walk um, and then I get sort of my work day started. A big part of my job is making a health and fitness lifestyle simple. So Mm -hmm. I always start my day with that mindset. I start by journaling some positive intentions for the day. I track what I'm going to eat for the day and then I jump right in. So I make my breakfast and hang out with Bo a little bit more. I get my workout in. Occasionally I'll add, you know, my favorite workout moves of the day or a little piece of my workout to my Instagram story. And then I talk about you know, my workout, how I liked it, how I'm feeling. And then I do have a virtual health and fitness boot camp, if you will, that I host every single month. So then I check in with my girls, see how they're doing, see how I can support them. And then I check in with the other coaches on my team as well. So I kind of just work in and out of the pockets of my day. Sometimes I'll only work half day. Sometimes I'll be working until nine o'clock at night, 9.30 if I'm really loving what I'm working. So I, I just, I love how flexible it is and that it keeps me busy while I'm waiting for my husband to come home. <laughs> yeah, I. it sounds like you really have a lot of ways to keep yourself busy. And I think that's awesome. One thing I cannot do whenever I choose to get back into uh, taking care of my health and eating well is keeping track of what I'm eating. I don't do that. So I think it's really awesome that you do that. It's definitely a great way to keep people accountable if they're trying to you know, live a healthier lifestyle. So Uh, Speaking of which, let's go ahead and dive into uh, our educational topic of today. Uh, And it sounds like what you're going to speak about today has a lot to do with the life that you currently live. With Holding Down the Fort podcast, the reason why it was created is because we wanted to be able to uh, provide education and resources to military spouses and families that they otherwise wouldn't get from the military or just you know get easy access to. And so today uh, we wanted to talk about using health and fitness to improve your mindset, self-confidence, and relationship with your spouse. Uh, so the first question I have for you, Kimberly, is do you feel like the military provides that type of education for you? Um, no, I wouldn't say as far as the education, I don't think there are many resources, if anything at all, as far as providing the education. I mean, sure, most bases, I would say, have, you know, a gym where you can go with your spouse or, you know, alone, of course. But the big problem for me my entire life was even at one point, I had a free gym membership, but Mm -hmm. I had no idea what to do once I got there. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea what I should be eating. So even though I guess the facility is, you know, provided by the military, usually if you're lucky and not a good base (laughs) you know once you're there it's like well where do you go from here and you know if there are Mm. resources they're usually through you know insurance things like that and so they're just not easily accessible which I think really prevents a lot of people from getting healthy is if if it's not something they can easily access then that, that just adds a sort of a layer to the process of this is already difficult enough and now it's being made more difficult by having to go through all these different channels to even figure out what in the world I should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. You were saying part of your daily your day is to uh, track your food and, you know, do your fitness. And so obviously this is something that you uh, Im- implement in your own life and it's something that you advocate for and, uh, and you even have a, a group for that as well. And can you elaborate a little bit more of why this is extremely important for you to do and even educate and coach on? 
Oh my gosh, yes. Now this is like my favorite thing to talk about because I wouldn't be the person that I was today without incorporating health and fitness into my lifestyle. Before this, I ate nothing but fast food constantly. I never moved my body. I was about 50 pounds overweight. And I also have Mm. a very mild disability called cerebral palsy. So for me Mm -hmm. personally, to be at an unhealthy weight is very dangerous. My balance Mm -hmm. gets really bad. My mobility gets really bad. So just all around for me, personally, it's, it's extremely important to live a healthy lifestyle. And then once my husband and I got married, I had kind of found myself regaining some weight because what I was doing was not sustainable. I I had a gym membership, but we were in the middle of the move. So I had to, you know, cancel my gym membership. So I was kind of in between things. And I just really needed to find a solution that worked with our lifestyle and sort of, you know, never knowing where we're going to be long term. And also having the flexibility to not have to tell my husband, oh, I have to go spend two hours in the gym tonight when I know you're only going to be home for those two hours a day. So I just think overall, too, for my mindset, I also have anxiety. So, you know, Mm. I'm sure other people listening can relate that sometimes being a military spouse and having anxiety is extremely difficult, (laughs) especially if you're a worry wart like me. So just having something where I can just, just focus on myself for just those 30 minutes, an hour a day on just something that's positive and sort of get my mind right before the day starts is just, it's everything to me. All right. Now we're going to take a quick break to introduce one of our sponsors. Let's get real. The government, our education system, the financial industry, and corporations are focused on the masses. They don't have your best interest in mind. You need to take responsibility of your future and stop following orders when it comes to your personal finances. The first step is to stop focusing on money and focus on your true purpose. Wealth is achieved by those who are following their passions. It's a mindset shift from scarcity to abundance. There's no better time in human history to use the liberty you fought for to live a life of meaning. U.S. Vet Wealth was founded by a West Point graduate who became disillusioned by the government benefits and traditional financial planning advice that is decades behind the times. Our clients recognize us as the only trusted financial resource able to educate them on the full spectrum of opportunities available to veterans today. By thinking beyond the standard financial advice of buying a home, sending kids to college, and retiring, we help the 1% who serve our country become the 1% who influence it. See if you qualify for a wealth and liberty strategy today. Simply visit usvetwealth.com. That's U.S. as in the United States, vet, short for veteran, wealth.com, usvetwealth.com. Yeah, I I love that you said that. So about a year ago, when my husband and I moved to Virginia, um, I felt like I was going through this depression because similar to you, I uprooted my life. I've never lived on the East Coast before or yeah, on the East Coast before. And I had no friends. You know, the only person I the only people I had was really my husband and my dog. (laughs) And rather than fall into this depression, I decided to rechannel that energy into fitness and and eating well, I never learned how to cook until I moved to the East Coast. So uh, I think it's, (laughs) yeah, so I think it's uh, really awesome that, you know, you're doing what you can to stay healthy. And, you know, rather than uh, just kind of resort to um, 
let's say antidepressants, which is one way to, you know, ease certain things like anxiety and depression, but fitness as well. I know fitness and uh, eating well can naturally release like natural serotonin and just generally make you a happier person. So I think that's really awesome that you, that you have done that for yourself. Also getting the self-education you need, because just like what you said, like, you know, if you're lucky enough to go to those bases that do have uh, a gym, um, even once you get there, it's like, okay, now what do I do? Okay. Thanks for the free towels. How do I use this machine? <laughs> and, and so uh, I totally understand that. And um, I think it's awesome that you have found a way to do this. For any military spouse that is in the same situation where, you know, they, they can't necessarily get a gym membership because they don't know when they're going to be moving again, or they just have to have a very flexible schedule and have to, you know, kind of figure out what to do at home to stay fit. Uh, do you have any tips that you'd like to share today for, for anyone that's in that similar situation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So my the workouts that I do are done completely at home. Um, I really don't think for me personally, I could stay consistent with a workout routine if I couldn't do it from home. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but especially since I got my dog, it's so hard the fact that I'm, you know, alone most of the time to have to like, <laughs> him at home. So mm -hmm. even the fact that, you know, I don't have to leave my house. Um, to get this done, I can work out in my pajamas, in my living room if I wanted to, yeah. no shoes. So it really is about finding what is the easiest for you to commit to long term. And that kind of scares people when I say long term. But if you think about it, you know, if you want long term results, if you want a healthy body and a healthy mind for the rest of your life, unfortunately, we can't just work out one time, you know, and expect that to stick. So my best advice is just to find something that is simple enough for you to do every single day, even mm -hmm. if that just means that you start by walking around your your block, you know, a couple times every single morning or every single evening, or, you know, going outside and playing with your kids, find something small that you can commit to every single day and then, you know, move on from there. Yeah, I think that's excellent advice. And uh, I think people, I think a lot of people tend to get overwhelmed when they, when they think about exercise and fitness and, and eating well, I'm sure there's so much advice around that, that it could be overwhelming. And, and when I think when people think about fitness, they think, oh, I have to be a fitness model. It's like, no, you know, what you could do is simple things, like you said, other things that I, I had learned to do in the last year is, uh, you know, get a standing desk or, you know, sit on an exercise ball, or just like what you said, get up and just walk around the neighborhood for a little bit. So I think I think that's really awesome. And I think that can uh, cut out any excuse for anyone that feels like they have, you know, no, no way or, or um, option to work out. And there's so much you can do, really so much you can do at home. And I know that uh, there's a lot of Instagram accounts out there as well that provide uh, advice on how to work out at home, how to use a chair to work out, how to use your bed to work out. There's just a ton of ways. And if you want it, they say, I think there's a saying that says, um, if you're ready to learn, the, the, the teacher will appear. And I think in this case, it's uh, Instagram uh, health coaches such as yourself <laughs> and uh, other people. So, uh, so I, I, I love that. I, I appreciate that advice. Any other tips that you wanted to share for today? Other than that, I would say don't get, get discouraged if it's hard at first. Um, when mm -hmm. I first started working out, when I was over 50 pounds heavier than I am now, moving at all for me, you know, I'm embarrassed to say, was really difficult. I could hardly walk on the treadmill 
without mm-hmm. getting like intense pain in my ankles and in my feet and things like that. So even though it was hard at first, I literally just started with walking. And I know that so many people say that, but it's true. If you just start with something small, even if it's just walking, even if it's just taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator at work, even just the smallest things can add up. And when you feel overwhelmed, just start with one thing. Just start by walking 10 minutes on the treadmill. Just start with changing out a vegetable for, you know, one of your carbs for the day. You know, even just the smallest changes Mm. can really amount to such huge things. There's a saying that goes, the small things are really the big things. And I love how you you say that. Like, yeah, switch out that uh, <laughs> bread with uh, bell pepper or, or like I, I have I've switched from even just eating apples because it's, you know, natural sugar. I would switch apples from actually bell peppers because I still get that same crunchy <laughs> um, experience. Oh, yeah, when... I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even just, you know, getting a, a lettuce wrap on your burger instead of getting a bun. It's, it's just really the small things that totally add up. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, Kimberly, I think you had provided some incredible, incredible information today, even even if it was just a short conversation, it was a lot that I think people can implement immediately. In case anyone is interested in getting a hold of you and learning more about what you do, I know you have a a coaching group that you do. Uh, How do people get a hold of you? Um, so you guys can find me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is kimhamilton.fit. And I always try to respond to all of my DMs, all my comments. If you ever have a question or just need a tip, feel free to reach out. Awesome. I love it. And if you did not catch that, uh, we will have Kimberly's contact information in the show notes. Kimberly, I've had such a pleasure speaking with you for uh, the time that we had today. Do you have any closing thoughts for our listeners? My only closing thought is just this. If you are a military spouse and you're struggling with any sort of journey that you're on, whether it's health and fitness, your mental health, anything like that, just reach out and find yourself a community. That's really the main reason why I started coaching was just for the coaching community and even, you know, moving miles across country from all of my family and friends, I've been able to find a community in there that helps keep me going, not only with, you know, my health and fitness journey, but just, you know, with life. Absolutely. Selfishly, for me, the reason why I had started this podcast is to create a community for myself as well. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, because I, you know, I, I work from home with my husband and being new in, in Virginia, it's it's only so, you know, it's only so easy to try to make local friends. But thank God for social media and that it's free, because if we didn't have it, um, it would be really hard to build a community, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Preaching the choir. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Kimberly, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, as I mentioned, if you all want to get a hold of her, you can check out our show notes. And also, if this episode had resonated with you in any way, feel free to visit our show notes to learn how to leave a message. Maybe you want to say something to Kimberly. And who knows, maybe we will bring her back on the show. All right, Kimberly, thank you so much. And I will see you on Instagram. See you on Instagram. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Holding Down the Fort podcast show. To leave us a message, please visit our show notes to learn how, or you can email us at holdingdownthefortpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.